Yo, 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 what's up? It's VOZ Voss. Back again with the VOZ rant. <clears throat> it's uh, 7.51 in the morning, and um, <clears throat> I'm on my way to work. I, uh, I was actually supposed to be in there at 7 in the morning, but since I'm technically volunteering, being voluntold to go in because someone is out, so I don't have to actually be there, be there, but still got to be there, so I decided to get a an extra hour of sleep since I only sleep six hours a day um, max, and um, so I thought it was, you know, I, th- I thought it would be a good idea to just sleep an extra hour, why not, because I already had gone to sleep at fucking <clears throat> one in the morning. And um, if that was the case, if I didn't sleep that extra hour, I would have probably just uh, got four hours of sleep. And um, I still would have been all right. I would have been uh, slightly dysfunctional. But, you know, it's the sacrifice that you got to make to uh, be able to get ahead. And, and that brings me to, to today's topic or today's situation is uh, prior, prioritization. Um, you know, I have a problem with prioritizing things. I I know the important things in the aspects of, of life, which is, you know, take care of your family, take care of your, you know, not necessarily, I don't, I don't like to call them bills. I like just to call them priorities. Like having a car so you can get to work and travel back and forth to see your family or or for entertainment, things like that. I think that's a priority, you know. Having a roof over your head, um, like an apartment, a house, a condo, uh, you name it, a damn RV. I think that's a priority as well, being able to stay somewhere where no one can tell you, hey, get the fuck out, um, so to speak, is a priority. Uh, food being able to afford groceries and afford to be able to, oh, that's a nice BMW, 750LI. If you guys don't know what that is, check them out. They're expensive-ass cars when they're brand new, but you can find some used ones for really, really cheap, especially if you know how to bargain. And I'm a low-baller, so I low-ball everybody, and normally I always get a deal unless it's from a fucking dealership or some shit, and you can never get deals, even though they tell you but it's all lies. And um, so, you know, like groceries, being able to afford that, that's a priority. The clothes on your back, I don't feel like that's a priority because I, I, I remember going, you know, four years, three to four years with the same clothes. Um, it was about three years with the same clothes, uh, same shoes, same clothes, same underwear, same socks, same everything. I remember going three years with the same shit. And most people don't notice what you wear unless it's the same shirt. That's a key right there. Um, Because I notice when people wear the same pants, the same fucking um, shirt, you know, and then, you know... Even though you ain't trying to do it on purpose, but sometimes when a dude is fucking sitting down 
or he happens to stoop over and do something, you happen to turn around and be like, is that fool wearing the same fucking underwear too? Who knows? He just might have the same color underwear forever. And uh, maybe he does change them. But I think uh, a life hack. Is it is it a life hack? No. A life um, enabler. Like something that helps you. Is number one. You got to change your underwear every day, man. Seriously, don't be nasty. Change your underwear every day. Number two, change your socks every day. Don't be nasty. That's how you get fucking athlete's foot and shit like that. Two, change your socks every day. Three, shower every day. Don't be fucking nasty, homie. Shower every fucking day. Seriously. I mean, especially if you're in a relationship, there's no reason for you not to shower every day. If your partner showers every day, then you should be showering every day. If your partner is not showering every day, then you need to tell that bitch to fucking shower every day. That's just nasty. I mean, for real. There's there's no reason to not keep good hygiene. Um, you know, there's a, a person uh, uh, that I know, and the dude has some horrible hygiene. Wears the same shirt every day. Wears the same pants every day. I mean, those pants are like drenching in dirt. They, they look like they've fucking been starched, but with dirt. Like, that's how they look. And granted, the guy doesn't make um, the most money and um, in order for him to afford a, you know, I guess, um, you could say extra things in his life. But he makes enough money to be able to afford the basic things in life. And I think, you know, proper hygiene should be number one on the list for everybody. And that's a priority right there. Like, you want to, you want to, you know, get out. You, maybe you got out of that one relationship and you want to um, get into another one. And probably proper hygiene is probably, is probably going to get you there. I think that's definitely a necessity. You can't just be, you know, all fancy and and done up and all fresh and shit. You just on the very few first few dates and then next thing you know, you're, you know, three to six months into the relationship and now you're back to being your fucking nasty ass self. And that's why most girls fucking tend to cheat on you motherfuckers and you never knew. They tend to cheat on you or they tend to just say, fuck you, peace out, you're fucking boring, I hate you. I know we got 10 kids together, but I fucking hate you. And they probably will never tell you it's because you stink. Or because you're lazy. Or because all you want to do is play games. Or because all you want to do is sleep. Or because all you want to do is not do anything. And that's just sad. Because I see a lot of relationships that end up fucking... Um, that end because of that. And, and this is not me just hypothetically thinking or assuming that that's why they end. No, no, this is me actually having a, uh, having a spoke to females who were in relationships like that and, you know, they ended it and they never told the dude why they actually ended it because everybody actually has remorse for people, um, for people's feelings and for people's emotions because they don't want to be the reason why this motherfucker committed suicide or, you know, did some crazy shit. They don't want to be that reason, and so they they rather just hold back those comments 
and just say, you know what, it's just not working out, and then move forward. And so dudes kind of stay, you know, with that shit lingering in their head, and um, it's fucked up, you know. I think that we need to be more honest and more open, you know, to people with shit, and um, and I think that's important. So on another note, let's uh, let's um, go back to the priorities. You know, I have a track um, that I'm supposed to be doing. I, I got to do a hook for a homie out in, um, um, where the fuck is he from? Cali, Victorville. The dude's from Victorville, California. I just most recently did a track with him. It's my first feature of the year. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's exclusively only on SoundCloud. Um, the song is called Some More featuring Boss, which is myself. And, uh, it's from the homie uh, Officially Mats. You can check him out on Instagram, Officially Mats. Dope-ass track. I killed the verse, as usual. Um, and the dude killed the hook, man. The, the, the hook's really good. The fucking beat is on point. Um, shout out Beza. If you guys don't know who Beza is, he's a you know, Mexican artist out of uh, uh, Arizona. And uh, I heard... You know, I heard King Lil G say the other day, if you guys are not familiar with King Lil G, um, uh, check out King Lil G. He's a, I wouldn't say he's an upcoming artist now. I think he's established now. I think he's gotten to the point where now he can 100% live off music, and that's good. That's great. Shout out to him. Um, but he said something the other day in an interview that I was watching, and he said, you know, I'm not a Mexican artist. I'm just an artist that happens to be Mexican. And I represent for my people and, you know, I do that with, you know, representing with my flag and, and, and this and that. And I think that's cool. That's a, a, that's a right way to, to put it. That's a right way to put it. But I think that's ignorant in a sense. And the reason why it's ignorant in a sense is because that's like saying, oh, I'm not black. I'm just human who happen to be black, you know, or, or, or I'm not white. I'm just a human who happen to be white. You know, like, that's kind of ignorant to say because obviously we know you're Mexican. We know that that guy's black. We know that guy's Chinese when we look at him. We know that that person's Native American when we see them or that person's Indian or or that person's white, you know. And uh, when, you, <clears throat> when you associate with white people, it's kind of hard to tell where they come from, especially if they do come from, say you know, from Irish to Shant or, um, or French or, you know, things like that, Italian, um, you know, somewhere from Europe, it's kind of hard to tell because, you know, the, the, the complexion and the skin is almost similar across all those types of people and, you know, Europeans that, you know, are, uh, say Spaniard are also white complected and, you know, got red fucking hair and, you know, blue eyes, but they speak Spanish and they're Spaniards, so they wouldn't be, cause, I mean, in the U.S., they would probably be considered white, but over there, they're Spaniards, so I think that's ignorant, I don't think anybody should, should see it that way, you know, when we, when we um, praise a black artists that are on the charts, and that are doing well, and 
and they're literally, you know, on top of the world, we say African-American. We don't say, oh, yeah, we got an artist who happens to be African-American who's topping the charts. That's not what we say. So King Lil G, man, if I could just give you anything, um, give you a little piece of advice. You may not need it. You might get offended. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. You know, I supported you by bringing you out here to Moses Lake, paying you what you asked for and uh, putting you in a nice fucking suite, giving you fucking weed and, and fucking liquor to party all night with, buy you food, take care of you, entertain you, and then send you off because I supported your vision, because I supported your dream, because I supported what you wanted to do with your life, um, because I'm a supporter of fucking Mexicans, period, and anybody trying to do something good. And if you are Mexican, then I support you. If you're black, then I support you. If you're white, then I support you. If it's something that I believe in that you're doing, your race does not matter to me. I'm going to support you, but especially because you are white, I will support you. Especially because you are black, I will support you. Because I'm not ignorant or naive of the fact that you are this person or this race. So next time, bro, when you're in an interview, you know, I just... I just hope that you acknowledge the fact that you are Mexican, that people do see you that way. Um, people do see you as a Mexican artist who makes great music. You know, um, Tupac, Tupac made amazing music, but he still made sure that he told people, I'm black. I'm supporting my black people. I'm trying to bring up my black people. And in the sense of doing that and finding himself, he started supporting other races that were in the struggle, such as Mexicans or Hispanics or Latinos, whatever you want to call them. So let's not be ignorant, homie. We already got enough segregation in this world. We don't need more people fucking dividing us and saying, oh, I'm just, I'm human who happens to be Mexican. No, that's stupid. I'm an artist who happens to, that's stupid as fuck. You know, you're a fucking Mexican artist, homie. That's a black artist. That's a white artist. That's a fucking Asian artist. And if you're great at what you do, then race doesn't become a thing. Color doesn't become a thing. People see beyond that because of your talent, because of your skills, because of what you bring to the table. There's a guy that I always preach about, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Go check him out. He, you know, says... The market doesn't give a shit whether you're black, white, Mexican, poor, rich, um, um, good-looking, ugly, big tits, ass, no ass, no tits, fucking teeth, no teeth. They don't give a shit who you are. All they care about is the product that you bring to the market and whether people will accept it, yes or no, and whether we need it, yes or no. And I think that's a great way to think about things, like... We're obviously aware that you're broke. We're obviously aware that you are Mexican once we talk to you. So let's not be ignorant, homie. Let's, uh, let's, let's put things in perspective. Let's let things be what they are. And uh, let's speak from where, where we're from, you know. You can't speak from a, you know, <clears throat> a black perspective or a white perspective or a Asian or... Native American, Indian, you can only speak from the Mexican culture that you grew up in and that's the point of view where you're gonna where you're gonna influence other people from. And if those people happen to be Mexican just like you, then that's great because you're pushing the 
the agenda of making our people better and getting to the position where we're finally respected in, in the aspect of life. So shout out to you, kudos in your artistry, kudos with your new album. Go check that shit out, Paint, uh, Paint the City Blue uh, by King Lil G, just dropped in March. And um, go check that shit out, guys. Uh, it's, it's an, I think it's an amazing uh, body of work. Uh, I think it's really good. I think the dude always outdo, does himself. And um, and um, I think he's 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 doing well. And and shout out to him and his family and you know his whole clique. Um, and yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting for that feature. I'm just putting that out there. I'm still waiting for that feature. So I won't elaborate on it today, but I'm still waiting for that feature. You know. You said, I'm about my word. You said, I'm a man of my word. So I'm still waiting for that feature. And I have reached out. And I know you got the same number. So I'm going to just put that out in the world. I'm still waiting for that feature. <laughs> but uh, back to priorities. Um, your work is a priority. There's no reason to call into work. And so I'm doing this uh, this track with this guy in Victorville, California. I told him that I would do a hook for him for his upcoming uh, mixtape slash album. I think it's a mixtape because he doesn't he doesn't he uh, he doesn't buy any of his beats. Um, but it's called in- "Intoxicated Wasteland" by Officially Matt's, um, coming out in June. And I'm doing a track uh, that he wants me to feature on and do the hook. I wrote the hook already. I actually wrote the hook um, a couple days after receiving the track from him. And I haven't had time to record it. I've literally been all over the place. And that's, that's my problem, that I don't know how to prioritize my time. And time is so valuable that it doesn't have a price. Like, you know, can you believe that people are willing to pay you, you know, Eleven dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars, fifty, a hundred, a thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand for your time, just so you can do what you do. Can you believe that? That's crazy. That's crazy. So, if you're good at what you do, right? People are gonna be willing to pay you for your time. Um, granted, um, officially, Mass is not paying me anything to do this. Um, I agreed to do it 100% free of cost. Um, and I haven't done it, so he's been hitting me up. He's he's one of those kids that, you know, they hit you up all the motherfucking time. And, hey, Matt, if you're hearing this, this, this is no diss. This is not a, this is just for the context of the conversation. Keep doing you. Keep being who you are. You know, you're great, and uh, and that's all that matters. But, um, you know, he's he's adamant, and that's good because that's how you have to be in, in any type of business. If you're taking it serious, then you got to be consistent. You got to fucking be consistently reaching out to these people and holding them accountable and making sure that they're delivering on the shit that they say that they were going to deliver on. So I haven't delivered yet. It's been about uh, two weeks since he delivered the track to me. I haven't done anything with it yet. 
though I have wrote the hook, though I feel like it's going to be amazing and uh, I just got to record it. So today I'm heading to work. I have some free time at work. I brought my uh, mobile recording equipment. Uh, thank God that I'm able to have that. Thank you, Lord, um, that I was able to afford something like that in my life and uh, be able to record mobily. Sometimes it's very inconvenient to carry around that many fucking bags with you. Um, that's the shitty downside of it. But uh, it is what it is. You know, you, you fucking, you know, you can't have it perfect every single time. I had to take a little drink of water, man. I haven't had no water since this morning. And I drank a fucking beer last night. And um, that shit dehydrates you quick. I had a Pacifico. That shit's good. Smooth. Hopefully tonight when I get home, I'll probably leave work early today and um, make some fucking tacos, maybe some tortas, maybe some some quesadillas with some carne asada. I don't know what I'll do. I'm going to make something. I kind of want to make some Chinese food, but I don't know how to cook Chinese food. I love Chinese food, by the way. I don't know if it's a Mexican thing or what, but I fucking love Chinese food. Anyway, so I haven't delivered on the track. So I told myself, hey, you know what? I got some time today. I'm going to throw my fucking mobile gear with me, take it to work, jump into one of the offices, and uh, knock out the hook and send it to him so he can stop bitching. <laughs> well, not necessarily stop bitching. But, you know, so I can so I can finish that. I, I overcommit. I'm a dude that literally overcommits to everything. That's my downside. That's my downflaw. That's my flaw, that I overcommit to everything. I say yes to everybody. When I feel like I know I can help them, when I know I can do something for them, I always say yes, and I'm a dumbass because I never, I lose track, I lose sight of my time and my priorities. Excuse me. So I'm telling you guys, prioritize better because I obviously have to work on my prioritization. I have to work on how I prioritize my time and how I, uh, I make the most of my time. I definitely work and run off schedules, um, though I don't follow them to the T, um, unless it's like work or something like that, um, or something like extremely very important. Other than that, I push the timeline, and I'm like, oh, well, shit, I'm supposed to go to the gym today at 6, but um, ah, shit, I'm, I'm going to just do that at 8, and I'm going to do this now, you know, and, and that sucks because then I start losing track of things like my health, like... Um, things like family time, things like uh, studio time, and now that my studio is about to be, I don't even know, I don't even want to say about to be done, because some motherfuckers been about to be done for fucking over a year, I think, I think I've had that fucking, that studio for shit coming up on a year, I think, and um, oh, talking about that, I gotta pay, I gotta make my payment. Huh. Yeah, I got to go through that today. Um, so, yeah, man. Prioritize, prioritize. Make sure you make a schedule if that's what works with you. Sticky notes if that's what works with you. Works with you. Tell Siri to remind you when you're at fucking Walmart to get milk instead of fucking, you know, um, some random shit. That you probably didn't need. Excuse me. And, um... still about 15 minutes away from work and um, 
prioritize. Figure out what's most important in your life. Figure out what's most important that day. Figure out what you should do first. Figure out what you should do last. Figure out what you can push for another day if necessary. And uh, figure out what you should do for today and not leave for tomorrow. Because some things are better when you tackle them today. Because you might not get that um, that spark of motivation or that um, or that energy to do something the next day. Um, that's something I think everybody battles with. You know, I'm uh, self-motivated, meaning I don't need people to motivate me to do something. Though, you know, people still feel the need to tell me. And I still get hyped, you know what I mean? I still get motivated by people telling me. Excuse me. Um, it's like those checks and balances. Uh, if people believe in you, they're going to check you. They're going to tell you, hey, you know, why the fuck haven't you done this shit, man? Like, fuck, you know that you're good. You know that you you need to do this. You know that people want to hear you. You know that people this. You know that you're going to be well off if you do this. Um, and so I, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need people to tell you that because it just reminds you that you're not doing what you said you were going to be doing. And, and that's a good thing. Like, we should not get offended over those things. We should definitely not get offended over someone holding us accountable to our own, um, our own self-said goals and plans and actions. So, um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut this here, probably. Um, I just want I want the best for everybody. I want everybody to get what's theirs. Um, if you don't believe that you can you can have a nice car, you can afford, you know, a nice house, or you can afford a better living or a better lifestyle, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're 100% wrong, you know, um, I've been working my whole entire life, as long as I can remember, as long as I could fucking subtract and add, I've been working, I've been, I've been doing something and, and figuring out this thing that we call life, we only get one. You might get a second chance. You probably get shot, you know, nine times like 50 Cent. Survive and um, and get to come back. And look at what he did. He dominated and he's still dominating. So if you get if you're that one person that's in that situation that you get a second chance in life, you better make that shit a fucking the forefront of your motivation every single day because you could have not been here. You could have been that one person that left. And then we're, we're, you're not going to leave your mark on the world. I feel, I feel like everybody has a mark on the world. Maybe your impact will not be as big on the entire world. But your impact is still major in a way that you'll still affect people in your community. People that you're closely surrounded by or connected with. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a theory that says... Um, you know, you're connected to the rest of the world as long as you know uh, three people. And you can always make a full circle back to you as long as you know three people. That's crazy, huh? Think about that. Go look it up. I think it's called the, uh, uh, the theory of knowing three or something like that. Or the theory of knowing five people. I think it's five people, actually. But basically, the sense of it is... Uh, if you know three to five people, um, you don't need to know anybody else. You're already connected with the rest of the world because those three people probably know other three people that you don't know. 
and, uh, and so on and so forth. And then the shit connects and expands and the fucking World Wide Web comes back and connects right back to you. That's why they call the internet the World Wide Web. WWW, if you guys didn't know what that stands for. The World Wide Web. Because we're literally a web of fucking interconnected things. And that's how computers are. It's literally cables connected to other computers, which in a sense are a person. A computer is a person. A cable is a connection. And um, and we when we interconnect the multiple things together, it's called a network. And... Um, and, and the reason why it's called network is because the internet is called, uh, you know, the internet. So, you know, in a sense, we're speaking about a web that we call it a net. And inner meaning is that we're working inside of that net. And uh, the reason why we call it network is because uh, it's a net that's always working. You know, it, computers never turn off. The internet is never off. There's, there's not a, you know, 10 p.m. boom, it shut down and no one can do nothing. No, that little, that motherfucker doesn't sleep. So if that shit was a human, that motherfucker would have died a long time ago. And computers do die. It's funny, a friend told me, why do we call, why do we say computers die? Like they're not living. You know, and he meant, so to speak, living in the fact that they're not human, you know, breathing, you know, um, they got blood running through them, organs, you know, things that um, technically make us a living organism. But my rebuttal or my um, uh, answer to him was computers are living to me. You know, they're, they're doing things. They get turned on and, and eventually they reach a point where they reach end of life uh, just like humans. And then they get turned off, and then we'll replace them with something else, with a new computer. So, put that in perspective. You know, that's like saying animals are not living because we kill them every day. They're still living. They still feel, even though we treat them like shit, just so we can eat them. So it's kind of fucked up. I don't know. But... That's my two cents today. That's my rant today. Um, shout out everybody supporting my video still. Uh, VOZ, pay up. Go check it out on YouTube. Um, it's amazing. It's a, it's a great body of work. Shout out Jorge uh, Rodriguez. Shout out my brother Sam I Am Rodriguez. Um, I haven't seen my little brother in a while. I guess he got back into a relationship. He's locked down again and doing his thing. So... Shout out my brother. Hopefully he's doing well. I love you. Um, I'm not dissing on you. I'm not dogging you. I, I hope that, you know, you feel like you're making the right decisions. And um, and I hope it empowers your life and hope that it, it gets you to where you want to be. Um, no matter what, I'm still going to support you. So uh, you live and you learn, homies. You live and you learn, people. So shout out everybody that supports me shout out everybody who doesn't support me um go subscribe to my channel i got 313 subscribers it went up by like 30 people since i dropped my video that's amazing to me it's great i've gotten up in subscribers on potify as potify <laughs> potify i think i said that because i need to take a fucking big ass piss now but spotify shout out to everybody that um is um 
subscribe to me on Pandora, 330 people that are on Pandora. And um, shout out to everybody that supports me, period, man. And shout out to everybody that doesn't. Hopefully one day you will. Um, and later tonight, I think I'm going to jump on another podcast and, and do another little rant. I want to speak on Takashi 69. Um, I, you know, I grew some some fucking fascination over his uh, sexual um, allegations that he had in the past. I think a lot of people have a misconception of that guy. He's a Mexican artist, so I want to clear up the fucking um, the air for the dude, even though I don't know him personally. Um, I've never been connected with him whatsoever, but I feel the need to clear up the air because he cleared it up, and I still feel that people don't support him because of, they're holding that shit over their head, you know, over his head, kind of like Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown is amazing fucking artist, talented in every fucking aspect of life. That dude is literally, you know, like Joyner Lucas just said recently, he's a superhuman, man. That guy literally is good at everything. So, but people still yet or still um, hold his situation with Rihanna over his head and be like, nah, but he's a fucking woman beater now that's fucked up let's not hold people's past over their head man you know um you know if you're if you're if you're a thief who went uh, to jail for stealing and then you come out and it's been six years you know that you did that people you shouldn't feel like oh because this you know this person's past and they're in your home that he's gonna steal something from you. Uh, people shouldn't do that. That's fucked up. I mean, should you be weary? Should you be like on your guard? Probably should. You know, people tend to tend to go back to the things that they've done. But some people have that self control enough to not go back to those ways, and we should give them credit for that because. We're all fight, fighting a battle within ourselves, you know, to be better, to be, uh, to be more positive, you know, to inflict better, you know, things in the world, and to do better things. And you know, life is a, life is a challenge, and it's hard. So let's not be judgmental towards each other. Let's be supportive. Let's be positive. Let's support each other's dreams. You know, when you support an artist. They're not asking. Uh, they're not asking you to to give them fucking a million dollars. That's not what they're asking. They're literally asking you to give them ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. They're literally asking you to give them ten dollars in exchange for a piece of work that they took so long to make. $10, it's not a lot of money. You spend $10 on bullshit that does nothing. And little do you know, when you support an artist, if they go on to do great things, those $10 go a long way. The reason why, because enough people support $10 at a time and they become the person that they were trying to become and hope that the world's negatives and and 
fucking bad things don't consume them and they break through that barrier, they're going to come back and help the world. They're going to come back and, and, and do things that will help your community probably and help your life. Who knows? Create the next fucking, the next biggest tech idea that will make your life better. Shit, I know I got a major idea. I know put in that position, shit, I would be doing a lot of things. I probably wouldn't ever sleep. I probably would die because of sleep deprivation. But I know that there's a lot of people that I'm um, connected with that have amazing ideas. Actually, my brother just told me another idea the other day. The dude's just been in on an idea of fucking, you know, trip. <clears throat> but, you know, um, Gary V says, you know, ideas is not the problem. People don't lack ideas. They lack ambition. They lack discipline to go do the things and um, that they want to do and action. But yet, then again, a lot of us lack a lot of resources, you know, and connections. And so it makes it hard. At least in our head, it makes it hard. And because it's hard, um, we don't do it and we just let the idea die. But let that not stop you. So I just want to end this here, man. I've already kind of on a big-ass rant. So I'll probably be back uh, tonight talking about Takashi 69 I think it's important that we clear up things um, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about them. So... I hope everybody's having a great day, a great morning. Uh, it's 8.29. I think I've been, I went on a rant for like about a fucking hour, you know. Actually, no, 37 minutes and, you know, a few seconds. So, shout out everybody who's supporting me. Shout out everybody who's not. Um, it's VOZ. I'm out.